Hello and welcome to episode number five of Inglorious Artists with me, Peter Holland. Inglorious Artists is a podcast where I am talking to all manner of creative types about them trying to make it in their respective fields. And today I'm talking to Linnea Peel, who is an actor, a model, and recently also a musician. So we get everything in one package almost. And here we go. First of all, happy birthday! Thank you! My guest today is having a birthday, which is nice, isn't it? <laughs> well, um, I suppose it is. I, well, I suppose it is, but um, recently I've had a lot of um, age-related anxiety. I know all about them, yeah, but it's not one of the big ones today, is it? So. No, it's not, but it's the one before a big one. Mm, yeah, I know. It's my 20 Oh, birthday. Oh, shit, you just reminded me. That is... One of the worst ones. Is it? Well, it was. So. It was for me when I turned twenty nine. I mean, I, I haven't because you know it's still in the future. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> oh no! I said it was my twenty ninth birthday. I should have said twenty four. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but when I woke up the day I was turning twenty nine, mm -hmm. I realized, oh shit, this is the last year of my life. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, well, for, for some reason, it was harder to turn twenty nine than thirty because it was, oh shit. Less than a year on my yeah. 20s. And that was tough. Ugh. But then I, when you turn 30, it's like, oh, I'm over the hump. So mm. God, I hope so. Well, I don't know. I've been dreading turning 29. Well, for the bigger part of the year, it's just been, mm -hmm. you know, waking up in the middle of the night, uh, dreaming that someone tells you, um, well, Inia, thank you so much for coming to the audition, um, but we're sorry to have to tell you that your life is over. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had an audition that bad yet. Uh, well, I have in Paris many times, but that was when I was going to turn 21. So oh, I've had practice okay. in, in having anxiety about the inevitable death. <laughs> huh. Okay, let's okay. Let's get into that. Uh, because I am um, very nice to have another fellow multidisciplinary creator here because you're an actor, you're you've been modeling professionally for like a decade. Yes. And uh, now you recently started to do music stuff. Well, yes. And uh so the audition well, I, I dabble in everything. You dabble, yeah, well. So do I. I tried everything, let's say. <laughs> um, but uh, so the audition when you were 21, that was for a modeling gig? Uh, there were a couple of them in Paris. I was 20. Um, I had started modeling a year and a half before. I had some experience. I'd been to Greece for a couple of months before that. Uh, I did very well there. And so I thought because I also did well in Sweden when I came back and I did Fashion mm. Week for a couple of seasons and a few magazines and some campaigns. I thought, you know, I'm on a roll. I'm Fashion Week, is that runway and stuff? Yeah, that's a catwalk mm. um, for different designer houses. Um, so I came from an academic background, so my thinking was the more you do, the more experience you have. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. and experience is worth something. Sure. And then I come to Paris and they're like, Linnea, you are such an idiot. Uh, don't tell anyone you have uh, expertise in anything. You are so stupid and fat. <laughs> Learn to shut up. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? And um, basically they had a meeting with me where they explained that, well, it works well in Scandinavia to extend your hand and say hello, good day and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Paris, you have to remember that you are no one. Um, and and kiss them on the cheek. Yes, <laughs> that. And also to lie about everything. I knew nothing. I had no experience whatsoever. Um, oh, me finish school? I don't know. I don't know if I can read, do I? Um, and just be mm. nothing. So you, so you want to to uh, to fit in in the modeling business? There, you had to pretend to be an airhead. I refused to. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> but they they recommended it basically. They recommended it, and they said that you will never work again in Paris unless you learn how to be um, an empty shell. Mm-hmm. And so I never went back. Okay. An empty shell that to. they can pour whatever they need <laughs> yeah. to into. Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I mean, they had a point, <clears throat> and now that I'm older, I can understand where they came from. But it's just, it's v- a very surreal experience having your agent take you out for dinner to tell you that you're all well, you're very welcome and all to the fashion industry and whatever. Um, but you have to remember that fashion and entertainment it's the industry of dreams Mm, and they are not your dreams (laughs) okay and that's what he said verbatim they are not your dreams whatever you had in mind for your future no one cares the thing is it's an interesting point though yeah true and i understood that it was true i just refused to be put in that mold and be that kind of empty shell mm. little woman mm. was available to everyone and everything at all times and so that definitely meant that some jobs were not for me mm. and I never became a supermodel or a top model but it, not only because of that also because I was never really good at dieting okay <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> Just, uh, I like food and I like to sleep I don't like to work out that much um I just I can't be bothered to do too much um, sacrificial things for something that I don't right. really believe in. But here's the thing about that. I mean, you can't tell. I mean, you you look like somebody who works out and thinks about what she eats and and everything. But well, that's because I'm a great actress. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I pretend. <laughs> okay, so you pretend so your your it's body changes. <laughs> no, and but and at the same time, you told me this several times that people actually in the fashion industry actually tells you you're overweight and oh yeah yeah and even fat and no no i'm not like fat that. i'm skinny fat which is <laughs> okay. when you're skinny but you don't have any muscle tone you, you, your skin and bones and then there's some fat <laughs> okay. that's me that's uh, me mm-hmm. and i mean i don't take that personally i agree i am skinny fat I just... You're not, though, really. I am, though. I, don't, I have no muscle tone. But that doesn't have any bearing on whether or not I'm a good model. Mm. I take fantastic pictures. And I had a decent walk. Um, I was always mm, professional mm. at shoots. Mm, mm. And that's what's meant something for me. And now I'm, I've, 
uh, more and more left that kind of behind me. I don't really model anymore. I, I wish I, I, I could. Uh, people just aren't as interested in working with me in that capacity. But that's fine because I'm... More or less, you're retired. Well, more or less, yeah. Mm. Um, and that's why I finally did my uh, web series project, Just Model Things, mm. which is based on my experiences, but it's all, you know, with a twist, where the lead character, Lilu... Which is you. Which is me, but with a twist. Mm. Um, she refuses to acknowledge that her career is over. Mm. She tries to uphold some kind of... Uh, facade mm. of success mm. and happiness and success and happiness are two very different things <laughs> yep we are, we have been talking with other guests about what happiness is and <laughs> yes combined with this business and everything yeah and it's um she has a problem with identifying mm. what actually makes her happy and i think that just rings true for most of us um and personally i've had a lot of um, problems identifying what truly makes me happy. What do I want to sacrifice things for? Mm. Um, and uh, I, um, I waited a really long time before producing some of my own things because I was convinced by other people. In, I've always been strong-willed, but after a while, negative feedback and others telling you the truth... Mm, like their, their, truth, their truth yeah their truth of who you are it will affect you mm. if you let it yeah. um and if you look up to people and you want to have a connection to people you you want to believe that whatever they're saying it comes from the goodness out of their heart and i was definitely malleable yeah, yeah. and um, i listened to the wrong people but waiting until you do your own stuff is probably good in some ways because you 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 want to yeah. you want to know how to do it before you jump in probably so you well, you, you yes. can be happy with the results yes gain um, some experience and have a vision definitely definitely there's always an upside in in waiting but there comes a time when you've waited for permission yeah 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 sure and i never waited for any permission <laughs> i just I feel done like stuff i've, I've waited the last 10 years for permission. I always uh -huh. wait for permission. I ask people in advance, what do you think of my idea? And when I do, when I do ask someone for their opinion, I don't think I want to hear that I'm good enough, that mm -hmm. uh, I have their permission. Mm. But I'm surprised when they tell me it's not, and then I don't do it. So I think, in a sense, I'm self-sabotaging. Mm when I ask. So I'm trying to not <laughs> ask for permission. No. Why? Anymore. But <laughs> Just do I think, whatever I think you something that a lot of people do. They they tend to wait for someone to give them the confidence that they should be getting from Yeah, it's not experience. permission. It's it's more like uh, acknowledgement. Like, yeah, you're ready, you're good enough. Let's do it. But that, that it's it's related to permission. Yeah, sure. It's in your mind it's permission. Oh yeah. Mm. So I, I waited for a really long time. Yeah. And now I'm doing everything at once, which is exhausting. Mm, I, <laughs> I know. I'm really happy that I'm, I'm finally doing it. But it would have been smarter if I started with one thing at a time and then grown mm. and learned from my mistakes one mistake at a time. Yeah, hopefully if you do learn from mistakes. I have to do the same mistake at least twice before I learn 
from it, <laughs> it seems. Um, I might have been, because uh, I've been doing my own web series, of course, as you know, because you're in my web series and I yes. appear in your web series, yes. <laughs> uh, as you do. And um, I might have done that a bit too soon, you actually. Think so? Yeah, I think the first episode is really strong. It's it's really nice, and you're you're in it. Uh, well, that's uh, why. It's so that's why. Why? Yeah, I, that was a nice uh, backhanded. No, not backhanded. <laughs> <laughs> Self-referential compliment. Uh, but um, uh, let's say if I waited to maybe get some funds, uh, funding or whatever. I mean, the, the web series in my case had been growing. Now I have a team of like six people. Mm-hmm. Then it was me. Yeah. <laughs> and you so, so Well, I don't know. I think our web series are different because oh, yours yeah. has a specific look mm. and you can't really tell that it's been years between a few of the episode. Really? <laughs> if you if you look at my appearance, you can tell, I think. Well, <laughs> what happened to his hair? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well I I've aged as well, but I I, d- I don't think production-wise that you really can tell that it's been a long time between the episodes. Okay, and I, mean I that, can tell. I mean that in a positive way. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I get it. Because uh, the sound is better and, and, mm, mm. and the episodes lighting are tighter and, and, yeah. and funnier. But I don't know. I think that's one of the things that, that has uh, held me back with my music and with uh, my film projects is that I've been told that you have to wait for the right team and you have to wait mm. to have money. Mm. And, and there's no the, such thing as have no, to. No, but, but I, you know, I, I was convinced that people meant that it would be shit if I did it myself. Mm. And But the truth is that most of us will never have the funds or the right people, but we will have great ideas. Yeah, and if you don't share them, hmm. they'll never become art. Mm. So it's better, I think now, that it's better to create something and then you can recreate it. You can go back and you can redo it. Yeah. You can, you can always look at your projects as a pilot for something bigger. Mm. There's no reason to feel ashamed if you've done something to the best of your ability. Mm. And that's where my mind put... Um, obstacles in the way for me because I felt in advance that I would be ashamed of my material because I don't have the money I don't have uh, the right connections I don't know if this is good enough and and then Mm. I'll just do it and then I'll never work again (laughs) that one we all have that one (laughs) yeah and the truth is it's not going to be perfect but once you've done it people will see that you are a creative person they'll want to work with you they'll want to help you Mm. I was just about to say, like, if people in the industry who are watching, maybe, hopefully, uh, they, they're probably impressed that you, you're doing this thing. And if it's not, if it's 80% along the way and they can see that it just lacks budget mm. or something, then mm-hmm. they, they will be more impressed than, oh, what the, that's a mistake, probably, hopefully. And I think also there's this um, quest for perfection mm. that also makes a lot of people not do anything yep. with their mm-hmm. ideas and yep. they think that, I'm on that if quest. it won't be <laughs> me too if it won't be perfect it's not worth it and it's just mm. it's not true i mean i'm so surprised how well it's gone for my series because mine is not as like half as well made as yours it's um some of the episodes are shot with a 
pretty nice camera, um, a Canon mm. 60. Yeah, it's nice. Um, a small, uh, would you say, road? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in English you say road, but road, yeah, to everybody yeah. out there, it's actually road. Yeah, road. <laughs> and it's so, and it's Australian, which is weird. What? It's, it is? Yeah, it's an Australian brand, but I think it's a Danish family that went to Australia and then they started uh, the company. Uh, yeah, something. Well, <laughs> well, one of those. And um, then most of the episodes are shot with my Samsung S7. Mm. Um, it's... It's a water-damaged phone. Um, listen closely uh, when I'm talking. When it's in, when the series is in selfie mode, yeah, and you can see my arm. Mm. <laughs> you know, I've shot it myself. It's with my phone, and it's my actual phone that I use on vacations and for work and everything. And mm. it's it's been through things. Yeah. <laughs> so if you listen closely to some of the episodes, you'll hear that when I'm talking, there's this really creepy devil voice. Mm-hmm. On top of mine. <laughs> okay, and that's the water damage. Yes, uh, I, I think so. <laughs> okay. Hmm. And um, I'm just too lazy to do anything about it in the editing. I just left it there. Yeah, well. And if someone asks me, I'm like, no, 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 it's meant to be there. It's it's <laughs> uh, the demon of the fashion industry, you know, chasing her. <laughs> well, I haven't noticed, and I notice details usually. And uh, you were talking about perfection. I mean, what is perfection? And it's just perfection in your mind. To somebody else, it probably your perfection is not the same thing. No, exactly. And if if I had known, which is to me the, um, I want to swear, but I'm not going to. <laughs> you could do it. <laughs> well, the mind fuck for me is that if I had known a year ago, a year ago I started to shoot my web series. Mm. I'd written it, um, the pilot for it, um, two years prior to that. Um, and then I started shooting it last year. If I had known then that I'd win awards for it, mm. I would just have done everything. I wouldn't have been scared to <laughs> include some of the scenes that mm-hmm. were... Personal. Well, there's one scene that I've added after the credits of the last episode that I shot in Milan. So it's for the third episode. And now it's included in the blooper reel or cut, cut scenes materials in the eighth uh-huh. episode. I was told by really good friends and people who care about me, that I cannot use that scene because then I will not work again. It is too real. Mm-hmm. It is too true. Even though it wasn't from my experience. It was from someone else's experience. Um, oh, yeah, so, but you don't know that no, when you no, see they, it. They don't know who, who, who it's about. No, and, and since you're playing somebody who's basically you, mm-hmm. then you just assume everything that happens happened to you. Yes. Or, yeah. Or is your opinion sort of So I deleted that scene. I didn't include it in the original episode. Yeah, and you don't want to say what it was? Well, it's me staring into the camera, um, regretting having spent so much time in the industry, saying that I don't have any friends. The only people who talk to me in Milan are the promoters who want to sell me drugs. Mm. Okay, yeah, I get it. Probably best not to (laughs) include that. (laughs) I don't know, because Mm. my career ended anyway. Hmm. Sure. Yeah. So you feel you can, you're kind of safe now. You're. Oh yeah. You, you can look back and definitely. I mean, I still have agents. I have dung. a few loyal clients. That sounded like prostitution, but <laughs> who are we kidding? It's basically the same thing. Hmm. <laughs> Even acting, it's 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 akin to prostitution. Yeah. We don't want wear to this. admit it, but it is. Wear this. Lie, lie there. <laughs> wear this. Lie there. 
oh, I don't like that angle. Can you can you get a you know mm. face yeah. close up? I hit, want I want hit this to mark. see how it feels. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's horrible. If people mm. only knew what we hear between takes. Mm, mm. And uh, I, yeah. I, I think you've heard known. worse things though because of modeling and stuff. Uh, I, I don't know if if any experience is worse than the other. They're different. Like in, I'm happy where I am. Basically, I mean, I'll never be happy, happy because I don't have that personality. <laughs> I always uh, want more. Mm, I want more of everything. Yeah, I want to yeah. do everything at once, and I want it now. Mm -hmm. I want to be perfect, and I, mm. want, I want to make people happy. I want to mm, make people mm. feel better about themselves with something that they don't necessarily need, mm. which is my interpretation of music or an art piece. No, whatever it may be. I mean, be. they don't yeah. need it before they've seen it or heard it. No, and no. And I want to... That, well, that's art. Yeah, I mean... That's how it works. Art, yeah, I know. But, I mean, art is important. But it's just so <laughs> masturbatory and narcissistic <laughs> for an artist it can to... can be. Well, yeah, but... Oh, I have this idea that I really... I want to produce this. Mm. It will make people change. Hopefully, when yeah. you look at it, it's just—it's ridiculous that, that this is how we work. Yep. But if we don't do anything, then people don't have art, and life is just really mm. boring. But what I found, which I think we all probably knew this sometimes, but when you take that leap to actually do do the thing, and uh, you're afraid that everybody will say that, like, what the hell do you think? Who do you think you are doing oh, this, yeah. posting this? Uh, trying to be, I've had that yeah. but 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 that, that that doesn't happen some people may it doesn't happen it happens to me some people may think it but mostly I just oh great go 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 and if, even from people who I think is gonna be like uh what the hell are you trying to you know so yeah really you've never had that happen to you that people say like what are you doing you shouldn't be doing film nope I've had that happen oh that's horrible you should not be around those people. I think it's a Swedish thing too that mm. we think it is. We have as the people. We think as a people that it's useful to give our opinion on other people's dreams and accomplishments when they haven't asked for it. Sure, but if they mean well, it's but do okay. They, okay. Do but they no, well? no, they don't. If they <laughs> if they they just say you shouldn't do this, then they don't really mean well. If they, well, okay. I see what you're trying to do. Maybe do this instead. If like if constructive criticism is one thing, but saying "Hey, you suck. Stop doing whatever you're doing." That's not meaning well, is it? That's probably just know. something else. I think I they're trying that to give constructive criticism, which I really like. I mean, sometimes it's it's hard to take. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. it might it might be that it's the it's the uh, the verse that you really like. In mm. a song, mm. like oh, this means something to me. It feels yeah. so good when I'm singing this, and yep. you know, I'll change the world, make the world a better place, <laughs> and you know, all that bullshit. And then someone says, you know, it doesn't really make sense to anyone else but yourself. Doesn't matter. So, <laughs> and it would. I mean, I, and when it comes to Sounds song lyrics, stupid. if it doesn't make sense in the same way to somebody else that, than it does to you, then it probably makes sense in some other way that yeah. might be helpful or meaningful to, to for them. Me, it can That's take the beauty time. of lyrics. Yeah, well, lyrics the difficulty for me it can take time to process that, you know, kill your darlings mm. in a song. Mm. It's easier when when I'm making film. It's much easier, but maybe that's because I haven't been doing music for very long. I got my first ukulele three years ago, mm -hmm. and I it's I'm, that long ago. Oh wow! I know. 
time. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was gifted a ukulele. Uh, I had said to my husband that, oh, so cool with ukulele and you can bring them anywhere and they seem to be so much fun. Mm. And And you do bring them, bring it. I bring it everywhere. I didn't bring one to your studio because I know that you have one. (laughs) (laughs) You can borrow mine. Yes, I did. (laughs) Well, what was my point? I went off on a tangent. You had a point? Yes. <laughs> um, That's not the well, right, people, this is not the right podcast for that. I don't know. I think this, this, this will be the least focused episode in your series. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I think I remember my point now, well, which is I think people, they want to give good mm. criticism. Mm. I want to give good criticism to people, like constructive feedback. Um, but I think... As human beings, we tend to give that before we have knowledge ourselves. Someone who's really, mm-hmm. really good at something and has a lot of self-esteem and um, feels good about themselves. If you show them something really shitty, they'll still compliment you in a way that lifts you up hmm. long term. Hmm. They'll find something and they'll say, you know what? I think it was a really interesting idea. I'm interested to hear where you were going with this. Oh, yeah. Mm. And then they have not said that you were good in any way. No. <laughs> they haven't said, good job. They haven't said, this is fantastic. This is what you want. This is what you should be doing. Mm. You, should, you should apply for Idol. Mm. They want to hear about your idea. Mm. And then from there, they can give you advice. But someone who feels bad about themselves, they will say, this is really bad. Hmm. Hmm. That's how they talk to themselves. Yeah. Because someone, what, what is the point otherwise to say yeah. that to somebody who just did something? Yeah, yeah I mean, but, but we compliment, like someone who compliments other people and means it. Mm. Whatever you say to other people, that's what you say to yourself on a daily basis. Mm. So if you like, and, and we know this already, like bullies, mm. they don't have a lot of self-love. Mm. They don't like themselves. No. And someone who gives you really good critique or someone who enjoys being a teacher. Mm. They are kind to themselves. Yeah. When it comes to my music, I've only, uh, like I said, I, I've, uh, I got my first ukulele three years ago. I taught myself how to play, and then I wrote songs about my own experiences. And all the songs are very personal. Oh yeah, and, and yeah. And then they when are. someone mm. says your song is too long, mm-hmm. like, but it's my story. Yeah, needs to be told. Um, yeah, mm. it, it needs to, and and they're usually right. Mm. Um. But for me, it takes time before I can actually remove the lyrics. I need to try the song out. I need to perform with it and see when do people stop listening. (laughs) You're kind of like a stand-up comedian, basically. Maybe. Yeah, you're trying out material and see what works. That's a very interesting way of writing music, actually. I don't know, but maybe. But with film, I don't feel the same way. But maybe that's because I don't take myself as seriously when I've made... A sketch when like when, when I'm trying to entertain pe- people with my own comedy sketches, mm. and short films. Mm. I don't look when I look at myself on screen. It's not me. It's a product. Yeah, right. But when I make songs, it's me. Mm. Which makes it harder. 
Oh yeah. Mostly when I show people something I've done, it's when I feel like, okay, I think it's done now. I'm kind of、mm-hmm. happy with this, and so at that point, I'm not really open to criticism. <laughs> when I get criticism, I'm like, fuck you, it was done.、Mm-hmm. Oh、mm-hmm. shit. Well, sometimes I just want a want an opinion. This one or this one, and and that's well, help, then helpful too. The perimeters of. What they can feedback you on? Yeah, but sometimes they、on. go off on a tangent. I'm、yeah. like, that's not the point of my question. That annoys me to no end. Yeah, but it's really helpful because sometimes I don't think I know if A is better than B, and they might say, no, I prefer B, and then I might feel, no, 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 wait a minute, A is better, and then I just by asking them, I realize what I prefer.、Mm. That that can be helpful. Oh yeah, but that, that's also, I mean. Self gratifying, but I do that all the time. <laughs> I recognize myself in everything that you're saying right now. That、mm. I do the same, and I, I usually send my stuff to you <laughs> for critique、mm. when I feel like I'm ready for anything. But then when I feel like I'm, I'm now I'm finished.、Mm. Basically, I'm I'm ninety percent finished with this project.、Mm. I'll send it to my older brother, who's a singer songwriter,、mm. or I'll send it to different producers that I like that I I enjoy. Material,、mm. and they'll just tear me a new asshole. Like it's、mm, just, <laughs> mm. and then I, I know when when I don't have anything in front of me, I don't have a project that I'm working on. I know that that's what's going to happen.、Mm. I know that that's how people like that critique. But I'm so surprised when it happens when I send them something. Like, <laughs> how can you say that to me? <laughs>、mm. Yeah, I know. But I think it's probably very positive because they have a high. They have a high standard、mm, from uh, uh, not uh, I, I don't mean only、uh, generally, but from you. They they expect you to you you can do better. You can probably because sometimes I feel like when I've done something and people are like, hey, good for you, you you made a thing,、uh, like 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 to, like to a kid. Like yeah, but it's not finished. It's not good enough. Okay, isn't it? <laughs> no, this is not professional. <laughs> mm. Well, it's 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 tricky because you want you want feedback that leads you to making decisions that changes whatever you have in front of you.、Mm. And if they're only telling you what you want to hear, then you might resent them later on,、mm. or you might resent yourself not asking the right questions. But everything that we do is it, there's so much emotion in it. Mm. And we we put very high standards on ourselves, and for me, I feel like the stakes are so high.、Mm. But that that's starting to change. I've I've started to relax a lot,、um, both in the sense that I I don't ask for advice from people that I don't look up to, which sounds <laughs> really bitchy, but I don't I don't、oh, ask. Oh yeah, well, it makes sense. I've stopped asking people who are on the same level as me、uh-huh. for advice. Uh huh. Okay. Because they can only tell me how to get where we already are,、mm-hmm. and they'll have a different opinion.、Mm-hmm. But we're still in the same place.、Mm. And I used to do that a lot because I wanted to feel the friendship, the、um, uh, camaraderie in making something. Yeah. Because usually I make things by myself.、Mm. I don't work in a group very often.、Mm. Um, Maybe because I'm not really good at it,、mm. I don't know,、mm. uh, or because I'm working through a lot of things that are personal,、mm. like, yeah, yeah. like my music. It's my personal stories,、mm. 
the web series. It's it's about me and not really. Uh, so it has been by myself. Of course, I've I've brought in lots of friends to do uh, things for me as well. Like you uh, had a role in my web series, and um, I was lucky enough to cast people all over the world mm. web series, which is really strange uh, without a budget. Um, but people are happy to help if if you ask nicely mm. and you tell them why mm. you want them to help you. And you had it because you did that because you had them film themselves in some ways. And- yes. Um, they use different types of media, uh, but they film themselves. Because yeah, you spoke um, with them on Skype and stuff in the show. and for that um, I did not. I pretended to. No, no, that's what I'm, I mean. In the yeah. narrative. <clears throat> yes. So uh, I would send the script to China and to England and uh, the actors and models would... Uh, <laughs> shoot themselves <laughs> <laughs> in the foot yeah, yeah. <laughs> they will record it themselves mm-hmm. and send it to me and then i would edit it and i would change my lines so that it would fit with theirs ah, yeah. to get a good timing sure and i i i like to give everyone who works with me uh the opportunity to change the uh character i give them guidelines i would like you to be this kind of person that you've met at a party mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. can you imagine someone like mm. that? yeah 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 what do you want to bring to the table what would you like to showcase in my mm. web series mm. what are you mm. interested in in trying out and i think that that's what made people um happy to work for free yeah sure <laughs> because they got to do what they wanted and do something funny yeah I mean, so i was probably one of the rarer case- cases when you actually sent me a script and said do this for your part i needed something very specific, specific and yeah. i knew that you could do it yeah hmm. and i was also working remotely because i'm just a voice uh, voice in the show i'm on yeah. i'm on the phone and so I recorded it here on this roadie microphone. It's so interesting <laughs> that we can do that now. Then we can just oh yeah, it's such a blessing. Send isn't people it? In, in China a message. Could you please uh, record yourself for my show? Mm. I have no money. <laughs> mm. Yes, yes, I'll do it. Mm. <laughs> um, but if, if I had known how easy it would be, I would have done it much sooner. But there, there were some models and actors that I asked early on before I had anything. I hadn't made the pilot yet. Mm. And I asked them, would you like to be part of my project? It's going to be a few episodes. I'm going to do this. Mm. And they said, I don't think that's good for my image. Yeah. And they said, no. You know what? I get that though. Because, yeah, I get that too. Because sometimes it. when people just say, hey, do you want to be in my thing? You immediately think, oh, this is going to be crap. Yeah. <laughs> because you haven't seen the result they yet. Seen they, haven't they haven't seen, seen the, the, the ambition level. I think mm-hmm. for me, um, the level of, of ambition is more important than getting paid or yeah. the other stuffs around. Because if, well, if there's a level of um, ambition, it's probably going to be professional in some way and the result's going to be good in most ways, I hope. <laughs> well, I, I learned a lot by being turned down and I've, I've, I've learned so much from modeling because you get turned down mm. so much. It's mm. just... I'm happy that I had success with modeling before I had success with acting. Mm. Um, initially, I didn't have any any plans on becoming a model. When mm. I was in, in uh, up secondary and people approached me and said, oh, you should be on Sweden's next top model. You should do this. You should do that. I'll come with you to an agency. I oh, just, yeah. I'd flip them off. So are you fucking stupid? Are you <laughs> kidding me? Don't you know how intelligent I am? 
<laughs> One <laughs> doesn't exclude the other. <laughs> I know, but I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. So I, I didn't realize. You had um, a fuck off vibe, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, don't touch me, don't tell me I'm beautiful. Yeah, and now I'm like, <laughs> why, why isn't anyone telling me I'm beautiful? Like I'm, you're beautiful, Linnea. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. I'm not so, gonna say it for another 364 days. No. <laughs> Uh, but um, what was my point? Um, yes, so I wanted to be an actress, uh, specifically if, to work in film. Yeah, so this is not a new idea. Oh, I no, mean... no, no, I was like four or five. Oh, shit, yeah, yeah, And I've yeah. never had another dream. That's the dream. Ah, so the, the modeling is a detour. Oh, yeah. Almost. Or yes. let's say it's an, uh, it's an exercise in being in front of a camera and working on sets and working in an industry that is similar-ish probably there are so many similarities yeah there's a lot of um there's a lot of people going around telling me that they're very different but they're really not they're mm. really not the reason i'm happy that before i started getting speaking roles that i started to do really well with modeling is mm. that i was scared of the camera uh-huh. and it was it's typical not, nothing strange about it just like you work on a scene, you think you have it under control, mm. which is a really bad feeling to have mm. before a scene. You should be open for chaos, um, is what I think now. But back then, I had this idea that if you work really hard on a scene, then you know what's going to happen. Mm. And you don't. Mm. And then there's a the camera. Mm. And then you're really aware mm. of what you're doing. Yeah. And if you think that you know what's going to happen and you're also very self-aware, you're mm. going to be shit. Yeah, of course. Yeah, that, that's a good <laughs> And that's what happened to me. Though. So my first roles were not very good. But then I had success with modeling. And there was this one photographer in Greece that took me under his wing and told me all about the tricks mm. of the camera. What is it that makes... A face beautiful. Mm. What is it that Mm-mm. makes a photograph of a face interesting? What are the mistakes that people do that make us feel that this face is not worth looking at? Right. This is not interesting. Right. And it was just really random things that I never would have thought of. No. Like there's something that he called, uh, I'm talking about photographer George Katsanakis, mm-hmm. Yorgos Katsanakis, which mm-hmm. he's one of the best photographers in Europe. He's, mm. If you see his photos and you're, you've worked in fashion, you know, immediately when it's one of his pictures. Uh-huh. And um, he told me about cow eye, mm-hmm. which is when Tyra Banks called it, calls this um, smizing. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. He says, before you do anything, it's cow eye. And that's when you look straight into the camera or you look straight at the other person mm. and you're like, you, your whole face is tense, mm. but not your lower eyelids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you so you to. look kind of stupid and not aware, mm. like what I'm doing now. It's like, <laughs> and you might feel uncomfortable because I'm just like looking at you, but I'm look, I look half asleep, and that is how most people have their picture taken. Yeah, and that doesn't work. No, no. Most people will do that. They will look mm. into the camera. They'll just look straight into the air, and you'll see that photo and you'll be like. Mm. Now you have to engage your eyes. Yes. I, I learned that already back in the late 90s when I was doing local television. Mm-hmm. And when I saw myself and my, back then at least, heavy eyelids. 
It's just the resting bitch face. Like, like, is that how I look? No, that's not how I look. It's just how I look then because yeah. I, I was thinking I about something else. But both you and I have intense resting bitch faces. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I can still see it. If I see, like, behind the scenes material, not well, not really, but before I take or something, and I'm listening to somebody behind the camera, like the director or whatever, and I can get it because I'm stressed and I have to look at them because they say something and I just look up at those like, <laughs> and it's just so well. I'm on microphone now. You can't you can't see it, see it, but it's it's horrible. And uh, I, I I'm just afraid. Do I do that in everyday life? Yeah, I probably do. Ugh. Yeah, but that's just one of the lessons. Um, well, of course. Uh, but, uh, uh, the that thing is, the thing is, I needed to see that on on see myself on camera back mm-hmm. then, and. Uh, I, I'm still learning what it, what works and what does not work. That was so valuable for you to get that from him. Yes. And I mean, I've I've been uh, educated in a film school and done film acting, and we were doing a little bit of that, but we could could have been doing even more. And most most actors don't learn those things, yeah. like because everything is in, internalized, and you know you don't you shouldn't think about how you look. And while that is true, while you're acting, you should train yourself, practice to look all right so you don't have to think about it. You just exactly. do it automatically. Yes. But a lot of actors, they don't get that kind of training. And so they have to learn along the way. But I think that's related to what I was getting to with the, the notion that acting is better than modeling. Mm-hmm. And that I think there's a beauty standard. And I'm, I'm really not talking about being sexually attractive i'm talking about your image and this the standard of looking like an interesting person with deep value and that there's this um, when you start uh, i wouldn't say everyone but i definitely see that there's a trend of telling new actors that when you are an actor you have value. Mm. You are giving truth, and you're you're telling someone's story. Mm. And modeling is prostitution. Mm-hmm. But when you're a model and you're good at it, you do exactly the same thing. Yeah, there's also a you story truth, involved. And the truth can be: you need to buy this watch. Mm. Mm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But that's the same with acting. It's a story in a way. Yes, and a lot of film is politicized, and mm. actors. They, they do film that they don't really believe in. They might not oh, even yeah. understand the script. No, they might yeah. not even understand that the whole story is a, an ode to Marx. Like, mm, yeah. <laughs> that can mm. <laughs> go right past them and, and they're still trying to give that truth. It's not mm. better and more moral to be an actor than a model. We do the same things. It's what people do with the material that might be moral or less moral mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. so I that's where I make the distinction mm. and I'm very clear with that and it, it, I can get quite annoyed when people tell me oh so you were a model first and th- that means that you realized how empty your life was and then you started <laughs> doing art okay. I had a conversation like that just yesterday mm-hmm and I, I refuse to take the bait. Oh, sure. And it's just like, no, don't tell me where I find value in my art. No. 
Let me tell you about my ideas. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> and in your mind, at least, you were an actor way before. So. Oh yeah, no, but I had I had experience from amateur theater. I'd done auditions. I just I didn't have the success that mm. I have now.、Mm. Um, not that I'm super successful, but I work regularly,、mm. and that's I mean that's better than most people. So yeah, yeah. I, I have to be happy with that.、Um, but without the modeling. I think I would have been sensitive to these ideas that、um, can be forced upon actors that they have to be actors in a certain way and that they have to have the same truth.、Mm-hmm. That they have to be politically active. That、oh, they have、yeah. to be.、Um, They have to interpret the roles in a certain way,、mm. instead of letting the text speak to them. Yeah, I mean, we should be, or, or、uh, sometimes we were just tools, more or less. So,、mm. and I think that self-importance that can come with、um, success and, or maybe certain schools,、mm. um, that gets washed away, or you become less prone to accept. Those ideas when you've done a lot of modeling, because、mm-hmm. you know that you are a part of a team,、mm. and you're making a product together. You work in a team. You work together. If you don't do your best, then everyone looks bad,、mm. and you're not a star.、Mm. And neither are actors. Like actors are not even. Oh, we're not in the like. We're so not the hardest workers、no. <laughs> in a production. No,、team. no. It's just we don't come close to、no. the people working on the floor.、No. No, especially not when it comes to actual time to work. No, we do a lot of a lot、um, of waiting, <laughs> pre you know, waiting and, and, pre, and pre, yeah, preparing, preparing pre work. Yeah, absolutely. But then when we're shooting, it's we're not working as hard as the other people, and I think I understood that quicker than a lot of my friends because of the modeling and really seeing what happens behind the camera, who does what. Mm. What does it mean if you change the lighting? What does it mean if you raise the other hand? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're a piece of the puzzle. Yeah. You know, it's not important if you're the best. It's important that you do your best. Yeah. And your best is good enough. I mean, if you're、yeah. if you're doing a job, they hired you to be you.、Mm-hmm. So, just do that and do that to the best of your、uh, ability. Something that would really rile me up when. People ask me, like they'll see my business card, for instance, and it will say actress, and they say, "But I just saw you perform your music, so you're really an、mm. actress. So you're actually not. You're actually not an artist. You're an actress. Oh, but I saw your photo in the magazine the other week. So you're really a model, aren't you? You're、mm. not really an actress. Yeah. And then you have to choose. You have to choose one job,、yeah. mm-hmm. and then、mm-hmm. they ask you questions in such a way. That you're supposed to answer, like, yes, you are right. I only have one skill,、mm. and、uh, I've been very lucky to be gifted this opportunity to do really shit job in front of people.、Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What? Yeah,、uh, um, yeah, yeah. You're you're touching on like one of the base like、uh, cornerstones of this podcast, actually. Like, the, you know, come on, you can do different things, but、uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, and. I know people who I respect who are in in one of the businesses. Let's say、uh, if we're talking about like three different types of jobs or businesses, and 
as soon as they find out that you have other interests and are trying to... Then you're not serious. Exactly. And then you're not serious about the one thing because you have to do just the one thing. And mm-hmm. But then you just want to point to some extremely successful super... But that's not you, Peter. No, sure. <laughs> no, and that's another point of this podcast, actually, <laughs> that it, 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 there's a thousand ways to do things and, you don't, and your way might be the best way for you. I still hate auditions. I don't mind castings because they're different. What what do you mean the difference? Casting is that uh, I'm thinking of modeling gigs. Uh, They're they're called castings. You'll go in in the, um, it looks the same, an audition room, a casting room. There'll be a bunch of people or just two or one. Hmm. They'll look through your portfolio instead of your showreel. Mm-hmm. So you'll have a book with you or your iPad and you'll have a number of pictures showing your range, yeah, yeah. what you've done, some of your experiences. Mm. And they'll ask you questions. Who shot this? Uh, when did you do that? How old is this picture? And that's when they try to find out how old you are. Mm-hmm. Don't answer the question. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a pet peeve. <laughs> mm. And then they'll be brutally honest with you. Mm. I'm sorry, you're too fat for this job. You're too tall. You have the wrong skin color. (laughs) I don't like your teeth. Uh, Uh, You have blue eyes. Um, Yes. (laughs) I don't don't like your accent. Um, Your feet are too big. Um, You have too many scars. And when you've heard that a couple of times, you don't care. Like, Mm. You, you you can get so disappointed if it's a job that you really wanted. Yeah, yeah. That happens to everyone. Mm. But the feedback, the critique, it doesn't bother you. Mm. It's just meh. That's yeah. their opinion. Mm. You will get another job. Mm. And that's one of the m- major benefits that I've had from modeling mm. um, is that I've done thick skin now. Thousands mm. of castings. Mm. And most actors on our level, we, we do independent feature films and lots of short films and we produce our own web series and stuff. We're, we won't have that many auditions per year. No. We'll have, if we're lucky, hashtag Sweden. Yeah, hashtag Sweden. Uh, we'll have, if I'm lucky, I'll have 50 acting auditions a year. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. W- when I was really busy with modeling, I'd have 50 a week. Wow. Yeah. So if I really want a project, like there was this uh, Hollywood film I almost got, and they said, oh, you were, you were number three in line. You didn't get it. Mm. I allowed myself three minutes to cry. Okay. And I put a timer. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. And that works for me. Mm. And I don't, I don't hold resentment towards uh, casting directors or producers or, or directors who replace me or pick someone else. Mm, no. Unless yeah. they're being bitches about it. Of course. Because then I'll remember and then I'll yeah. try to use it in my mm. material. But usually they, they, they're not. They're just doing their job and finding something that somebody that, that will fits sell. better. Yeah. yeah, something that will sell and something that really fits their idea. Mm. Mm. So, their dream. Yeah. yeah, sure. Do you feel you're good at auditioning? No. No, oh, me neither. It's the, it's just the worst. shit. Yeah. What's the worst, uh, worst one? The uh, worst I'm acting audition? Oh, I don't know. There's so many bad ones. And I still do really bad auditions. I'm so happy mm. that self-tapes... Uh, yeah, like really accepted now mm. across well, the world. Starting to become, yeah, at least, yeah. Well, it's, oh. they're much more accepted now than they were just five four. years ago. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say four, even. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the same. We're so in tune. Uh, 
I don't know the worst one. But they, I got to say this about self tapes, though they're like a they're a blessing in disguise, mm -hmm. kind of because you don't give them enough usually. Well, you, that's not the point. Yeah, yeah, I do, I do. When I'm happy with it, uh, then I probably give them enough. But that's the that's the thing when I'm happy with it because it's in my power all yeah. of a sudden. If I do it myself at home, then it's like. Take 35. Oh, Still yeah. not happy, you know. But you do it yourself. Yeah, sometimes. I abuse my husband. <laughs> He shoots my self-tapes. Well, it's great to have somebody. You need somebody to read with, But ideally. I, I mean, if I were him, I, I'd be crying. Like, this is take 17 of, hello. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Please, stop. <laughs> it's good to have somebody who's, who's uh, have good taste and mm. understands what we're doing, who can say... This is good. You had something there, mm. but uh, oh yeah. But well, then when he you're has sitting, that. he has a good eye. But also, I decide in the end because <laughs> it's it's my self tape, mm. and if if I get stuck somewhere, I, I'm sure it's a pain. I'm sure it's it's a major pain to help me with the self tapes <laughs> if it's an important job. Mm, yeah. The the funny thing is, if I don't really care, I'm just like oh, I'll just I'll just do a rendition of uh, I have Asperger's. Mm. <laughs> And send it off. I uh, can, then I'll get the part. Yeah, exactly. I was just <laughs> going to say, and those those are the jobs you get. Yes, the ones um, that just feels relaxed and good. But bad auditions. I've had so many really bad ones. There are two two ones that still give me like an immense cringe feeling. Okay. Um, one I'm was here in Skåne. I wonder in if it's going to be a, a commercial auditions because no. those are... Okay, really. No. Mm. Um, the first one, I, I mean, you... That's just typical me. And the other one was just not being good enough, which is just so sad. Uh, but the first, So the first one that comes to mind is... <clears throat> it was a short film mm -hmm. here in Malmö mm. uh, for Malmö Högskola. And, um, it's a Malmo University. Uh, well, it's not really a university, is it? Well, it, they just changed the name to Malmo oh, University. Shit. Uh, anywho, <laughs> so <laughs> it was a short film, and um, it was—I think it was about a group of friends, and someone had died, and they met up uh, mm -hmm. for the memorial service. So I show up in a black dress because they asked me to, and you know I'm all serious and focused i know my lines mm. and i meet the whole team and they're all students and they're young younger than me but this this was i must have been 22 or 23 so i wasn't mm. old mm. but they were younger than me mm. and i do my I, i have to wait someone else is in front of me and they're doing their part still and they have to leave and then it's my turn and i know my lines i'm doing okay But the director, he's got this major stick up his ass. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he's not really self-aware what he's saying. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So before each take, he'll say something that in Swedish sounds quite seedy. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it'll mm. be like, oh, yeah, let's take it from here. But in a way, in a, in a wording that doesn't sound professional it doesn't sound mm. like he's got any experience it just sounds like he wants to have sex mm -hmm. and i'm sure he had no idea mm. but for me that's hilarious all right 
So I start laughing after five times and it's like, that's what she said. And I say it. I say that's what she said. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and he doesn't understand. Mm. Oh, because shit. he's probably autistic. Ah, yeah. And I hadn't picked up on that because mm. I don't pick up on that. I was going to say, he's probably had, yeah. got Asperger's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He definitely had something. Okay. And because I'm so desperate to be funny and I don't really pick up on his... <laughs> I mean, I, I can remember it now, but I didn't mm-hmm. process his reaction quick enough. So I keep joking with him. Mm. And then he asks me to stay extra long and help the next auditionee I'll, uh, to be... A, he asked me to stay and help uh, read mm. for the next person. And I agreed because I'm nice. And um, he keeps saying whatever it was that he was saying. And I say something in the lines of, that's what she said. And he just loses it. You have to be serious. You're so unprofessional. Mm -hmm. And it comes from nowhere. Everyone else seemed to think I was funny. Mm -hmm. I wasn't prepared for that reaction. Of course not, no. Can you get your your shit together? It's not funny. And I'm... I'm there doing him a favor, staying longer to read for the next yeah, actor. Yeah, we're talking about a student film, yes. so come on. And I was a professional. And yeah. I, I mean, the thing is, if you're in an audition, you don't have to be a good person. Like, you, if you want to make jokes, you can do that. Hmm. If you're not good at your job, like if you don't have talent, they still don't have the right to yell at you. Like you're doing your best or you're not, but mm. it's, it's, it's a business meeting. And if, if you're trying to connect, then you're trying to connect. Yeah, and you're st- still two people. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it was so totally random, but mm. it was so embarrassing. Of course, I yeah. didn't know what to say. And I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, mm. And then he asked me to stay for another one. I was like, no. Uh, okay. going home. <laughs> All right. Mm. So that was bad. So you didn't get that one. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Actually, I did. No, no, I didn't. And then another one that was so cringy. Uh, it was a feature film audition in London uh-huh. for a Norwegian production. Okay. And it was supposed to be in uh, Norwegian. All so right. I had practiced, my agent at the time said, because I had an acting agent who was very ambitious. Uh, he <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, but Scandinavian is Scandinavian. That's what you've always said. So you know Norwegian, right? Um, no, not really. Um... And then when I get the script, I see that this is not... Standard Norwegian. This is a dialect. Like from up north, Bergen or something? Bergen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know that type of Norwegian, so I had to ask my friends to coach me, and they were so nice. Mm. They were so nice. Like model friends from from my travels uh, spent hours with me on Skype trying to help me Mm. with my pronunciation uh, and syntax and everything and uh, I get to the audition and I don't know anyone in the room mm. they're all Norwegians mm. I have no idea if they're famous or not no. so I'm <laughs> equally nice to everyone yeah. extend yeah. my hand shake the hand hello I'm Linnea nice you're, to meet you nice to meet you you always should be <laughs> yes but apparently one of them was a star okay uh, well in his own mind <laughs> oh, I, still, okay. I ah. still don't know who ah. he was but he was so I could see that he was disturbed that I didn't you know <sighs> Hi, nice to meet you. <laughs> mm, I didn't do that. He expected some uh, yeah, he reaction. Expected something okay. Else. okay. Uh, so he was really. He gave me the the not resting bitch face, mm-hmm. the whole time he was reading against me. Mm-hmm. 
And it started to get to me. So my Norwegian got worse and worse and worse. Mm. And in the end, he was just like making this like racing face every time <laughs> I said something like, oh, God, your Norwegian is so bad. And it got worse. My Norwegian was so, it was, it was really bad. Mm. Like if I'm, you were reading with him? Yeah. Okay. So you had to look at him. <laughs> yeah, the director is there. I'm sure I can find out if I go through my emails. It's probably someone super famous. Uh. And the director is probably someone, you know, award-winning, oh, yeah, yeah, whoever. Yeah. Like, mm. I had no, I was so clueless. It's mm. embarrassing. Mm. Well, Norway. We don't really <sighs> but no, but my Norwegian, was, it was really bad. My acting wasn't that bad, but Norwegian was horrible. Mm-hmm. And after a while, they're just like, okay, I think we have it. <clears throat> okay, thanks. <laughs> you know, when, you, when, they, um, when they make that face, like, please don't give it another go. Just mm. thank you, but mm. no thanks. Mm. All right. And when yeah. you know that's coming in the middle of a scene and you're reading and just like, oh, they hate me. Uh, yep. Mm. <laughs> that, that, was, that was so bad. And then the agent called immediately as I left um, the office of Spotlight. Mm. The agent called me and was like, yeah, how did it go? You rocked it, right? Like, nah. and this is Don't assume, please. Yeah. And this is another thing that I still really, really haven't learned for myself. I tell other people, but I don't, I don't live the way I learn. Mm. So if an agent calls you mm. and asks you, how did it go? You should always say it went really well. What's the reasoning because behind that, you think? Agents are salespeople. Yeah. And if you tell them it went bad, they're mm. not going to try to sell you. Because they That's are a good afraid point. Yes. Mm. to look silly and say, "I know Linnea is so talented," and this, I know, but she was really shit. How are they supposed to say, "Like, no, she isn't"? Mm. I, of course, had a couple. I'm really bad at bad at auditioning. So, uh, oh, auditions please do as well. tell a story. I've given you two. Oh, sure, uh, but. <laughs> And it's so interesting to some actors say that you don't you ne, you don't ever know how good or bad you've done until you know you get oh well, maybe you got the you part do. well you didn't get the part because you just weren't right for it and whatever but I think I feel it like every mm-hmm. time I won't get probably won't get this part because that went horribly mm-hmm. and sometimes I feel like that went well I could get this part and sometimes I have so you know like one of my first auditions like that was nice and I got the part you know one of my worst auditions i mean i had a couple of commercial uh, commercial auditions and those are usually the worst because you're oh, you're asked so. to do the worst stupid things yeah. ever like one natural things like, like once i had to uh, audition for a a commercial for a, a tablet like a like an ipad like an ipad yeah. yeah exactly and um i was supposed to be the father of a young boy and I was supposed to look into the camera, pretend the camera was my son, and play and arm wrestle him and play some game on. And it's not easy to to, to you know, pretend that it, the camera is a five year old boy. <laughs> you know, when there's a guy behind being like, and you can see the on his face that this is not what I want. <laughs> but this is one uh, one of the auditions I did in Prague. With a very lovely woman, she she's a great casting director down in Prague, uh, and this is was all my fault. This, mm-hmm. uh, what I usually, I, I think, every time when I go to an audition, I feel like I got this. I have such confidence. It's like fine. I, I, yeah, I know the words. No, really, I, I read them tons of times, and I practice. I practice just outside. I practice on the train or whatever it may be, and I felt that. Felt at that time too, and I I'm social. We have a nice conversation before uh, all the time, almost all the time. And as soon as the audition starts, I like 
no. I just I just shit the bed, and that happened this time. It was for a, a TV show, and uh, there was one detail of the script that changed because I didn't know about a, a certain Italian pronunciation. Oh no! And uh, and like nobody did unless you were Italian. Like oh, actually, it's it's supposed to be pronounced this way. Oh, and, and you know and that like changes. Some random Etruscan thing. Something. Kind of, yeah, something, and it, that changed a lot for me. And like, uh, okay, that's not what I rehearsed. Oh shit, okay, and and I've learned that uh, on auditions, it's it's good for the casting director to be just by the camera, so mm-hmm. you can read, or the person you read with it is just by the camera, so they can see your face clearly in the lens and stuff like that, you know. Or it might, I've even learned, it might be helpful to just look next to the camera maybe don't even look at your reader if it's Mm. slightly off uh and this casting director decided to sit yards meters away from the camera for some reason so i I would almost be in not profile but almost in a profile so in my nervousness i didn't even look at her i'm like no i can't look at her i mean i need to look towards where the camera is otherwise it won't see me and so i started to do a take and I flubbed the line, uh, not the, the pronunciation reason, but for, for some reason there was a sentence I just swapped around. So the last bit came first. I just oh. gr- dramatically all over the place. And she was like, okay, stop it. Let's do it again. Because uh, I knew it. Every time I said it, I was like, oh, shit, fuck. <laughs> oh, that's, that's good. <laughs> and... And the re- and another reason I got so messed up was because I got actions to do. Mm. Pretend that you're sewing on this sweater. Oh, okay. And, you know, it kind of becomes like, if you haven't rehearsed that, it kind of becomes like you're trying to pet your head while you're rubbing your belly, that kind of thing. And um, so I, I was so, so messed up. And I kept flubbing the same line in the same weird grammatical way like six times. I'm like, uh, fuck, I did it again. Okay, let's stop do it. Let's do it. You know English, Peter? Well, <laughs> mm, she's American. Uh, <laughs> and I noticed during one of the takes, because she, of course, thought it was really strange that I didn't look anywhere close to where she was sitting. So I could see in the uh, my, my peripheral vision, like she was waving her arms. <laughs> like hello look at me i'm over here and i didn't realize that until afterwards because i felt like why is she waving her arms i know clearly why but in that moment i was like focus <laughs> <laughs> you can just stop looking at one place and then oh you're over there now <laughs> and she's probably thinking and, and were, were you thinking that she's thinking that you're you have some special problems yes exactly i'm i went full retard <laughs> Special. Yeah, I'm special. <laughs> I'm a little bit special. Oh my god, oh, I've had so many bad auditions. I think mm. most of the auditions that I have, like a f- physical auditions where I meet someone in a room, like yeah, let's let's read the shit. Like they're, they're horrible. Mm. I'm so surprised when they give me the part. Mm. But normally they don't. Like I'll, I'll book I'll book the self tape ones. Yeah. I just I get really uncomfortable. And I get social anxiety and I'm so aware what's happening. If we're shooting, if we're rehearsing, if I know that I'm working, Mm. I don't have the same problems at all. Mm. I'm not, I don't have a problem with the camera. 
like I said before, like a huge part mm. thanks to my modeling experience. Yeah. Um, but in an audition, it's a pressure. It's, it's, it's the it's pressure some, is too much. And yeah. I'm it, so aware. Like you have the, pressure on set as well, but it, I'm the same. I'm I, I'm so, I have no problems when I'm on set. Everything is just. I may be stressed and but that, things may be hard, but yeah. comfort zone. We we know mm. that this is our job. Yeah, this is yeah. They, they want us here. I'm already paying here. Paying us to do this, we've been handpicked, or we were yes. the second best choice. Like it doesn't matter really. They no, picked us to be it's, there. We choose you now. Mm-hmm. So you know. in an audition, they have all these other brilliant people to choose between, and then there's you. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I. Usually, I'm just so <laughs> awkward, and I'll make really inappropriate jokes, and whatever they tell me, it's just like, yeah, that 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 could be sexual. Mm. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so that's you. Said. That's you. Yes, that's me in a nutshell. And I'm desperate to grow out of that phase of my life that's mm. been all my life, but so far no success. Mm. So a quite recent uh, commercial audition was for. Well, they said it was for chocolate, but it probably wasn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I go there, and it's one of the big casting agencies um, in Stockholm. And I felt really good about myself because they'd just texted me. I, I mm. hadn't applied. They just texted me, Linnea, can you mm. please come into the oh, office those are great. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and do this audition, please, very much. Thank you. Uh, and so I said, of course, I'm coming. And I go there, and it's this young, curly-haired boy who's shooting the scene and uh, never met him before and he looks really nervous and then instead of being extra professional I get really silly because I get uncomfortable if someone else is uncomfortable I get uncomfortable mm. and then I want to make jokes mm. don't do that don't do that it's an audition it's, it's well, a job interview there's there's a line that no, you shouldn't you... cross that I always cross and I don't agree because sometimes because that's your personality and and you yes, get cut cast by. My personality is just so annoying. Well, may, well, maybe that's exactly what they want. It, maybe they, it never is though. Well, so, <laughs> mostly probably not. Yeah, no, but if they want to sell a product, that's, that, they don't want someone but, who has a really strong personality. That's offensive. Uh, okay, commercial auditions is kind yeah, of, kind of so another it thing. It doesn't but, work yeah. in my favor when I'm just being myself. Mm. And so I had to. Which, and this is just so stupid, and I get so caught in my own mind. Like he said, "Okay, you, uh, sit here, and now I'm just going to fix the camera." And he's quiet for the longest time, and this makes me nervous because uh-huh. then I'm thinking, "Oh, this, the awkward silence. I have to fill it with something." Don't. No, not necessarily. Don't. don't. Just. Oh yeah, chill. today I was doing this and this and this. All and now I'm telling you this really unexciting story about myself because I'm so self-absorbed. <laughs> mm. uh, he did not laugh. Like okay, shit. Um, <laughs> and then when he set up the camera and everything, he says, "Okay, so now you're going to eat a piece of chocolate. So you put it in your hand and you hold it, and um, you have to imagine that you're eating it from the side because we want to see uh, a lot of your hand. Um, but we have to imagine that we can also see the piece of chocolate. Mm. So don't clump your hand and um, and then you eat a piece and you really enjoy it." Mm. So I'm holding my hand no in this. No kidding. This isn't sex, sexual at all. And he doesn't look at all like I'm holding a big phallus. You, you know, it's just very... You're eating a hot dog, aren't you? Yeah, a hot dog. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this isn't sexy. Um, so I made some jokes. Or I giggled. Mm. And I was, it was very hard for me to 
take an imaginary bite and go. Oh, yeah. Mmm. It just, it's mm, too much. Chocolate. Yeah. But not say chocolate. Just like, mmm. Mm. Mm. Because I'm not holding anything. And this is, I, I struggle. If I, if I have to imagine that there's something, mm. like I'm, I'm pretend holding a spoon. All right. Then I'll drop it. I'm like, oh shit, I have to pick it up because <laughs> it's too real for me. No, it's good. It's not good if you're in a That's good acting. For, no. It's it's being special. Like it's, not, it's not I would I would like that. If I was a caster I would like that. Like, uh, nice. Yeah, but that's because you are special. Like you uh, <laughs> We're both Thanks. stupid. <laughs> and the the funny thing is, which is also so sad, is that I had a piece of chocolate in my handbag and if I had only picked that up and used that as a prop That's the wrong brand probably. They don't care. <laughs> it would be off-brand. I don't even think so, it was for chocolate. It was for coffee or something. It didn't have to do with a piece of chocolate. It was just like, so, oh, uh, no, it was for toothpaste. <laughs> oh, shit, It was for what? toothpaste. It was like a really big brand of, of toothpaste and toothbrushes, and I would have made a lot of money. But they still wanted you to pretend you were eating chocolate? Yes. Okay. That's weird. I mean, you, you brush your teeth after every meal or something. I don't know. And if I had just picked up uh-huh. a piece of chocolate mm. and actually ate it... Or pretend ate real chocolate. Mm. I wouldn't. I'm. I'm certain I wouldn't have made any crew jokes. I wouldn't have. No. Pickled. But now you like you dropped the chocolate and picked it up from the floor and brushed it off. This and, time like, I five didn't. second rule. <laughs> <laughs> this time I didn't do that. I just giggled every time I was supposed to say. This mm. <laughs> <laughs> like what am I eating? <laughs> and I. So big and brown. Yeah, and I, I had the like the hand started to point in the wrong direction. I wasn't physically <laughs> able to eat the pretend chocolate. Just, Eating with her cheek. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, it was so stupid. Yeah. And it's just gotcha. it's the simple things that become really hard for me. Mm. That's what she said. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> uh, let's uh, wrap up with uh, talking about Los Angeles. You did the whole Los Angeles thing uh, in. Uh, pilot season didn't you uh, I did. can you just go through that a little bit about what that entails to everybody out there <laughs> who th- who go- comes up to you and says hey why don't you just go to hollywood oh what are you doing here love that question no not anymore why don't you just go to hollywood why aren't you in doctor who oh, oh people yeah, well, ask me that yeah. on instagram all the time linia have you ever thought of being in doctor who yeah well I have. Uh, yeah. I wanted to well, be the new doctor. Well, then I usually <laughs> reply. I'll, I'll send them a message, a message and I'll say, that you know, that's really sweet. Yeah. I really appreciate that it you is. think I'll be good in Doctor Who. But unfortunately, I don't know the casting director, so I can't apply. Um, but fingers crossed. Yeah, exactly. And, then, and that's so much information. They don't need to know yeah. that. It's just like that. And then hashtag <laughs> Linnea for Doctor Who. It's, yeah. Uh, let's hope that, that that's rolls. That's what the fans should do. Mm-hmm. No, but to get back to your question... Um, when people ask, why don't you just go to Hollywood? I did um, with a friend. Uh, we rented a room through Airbnb. South of Hollywood Hills, it was Franklin Village, which is a really nice area. <clears throat> um, mostly people uh, who are living there are in the industry. So walking distance from the house uh, that we shared with other Airbnb people and the owner of the house, who used to be a TV producer of some sort. Just walking distance from there is, uh, it's called Oaks Gourmet, mm-hmm. which is a coffee shop where actors go mm-hmm, to mm. get their special 
hipster latte and yeah. discuss their projects. And I didn't know that when we booked the room, but my my friend did, and that's mm. why she booked it. She's uh, been to LA a couple of times. Um, we went without having representation. I had uh, working visa at the time because I had modeling contracts in Miami and Los Angeles, mm. and I worked okay in Miami, uh, that same season before going to LA, um, I went to Miami first and mm. did featured extra, which is different from in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did that in an HBO series mm. called Ballers. Yeah. So Dwayne The Rock Johnson's show. Yes. Uh, I had a scene with Richard Schiff. And Rob Cordry. Yes, yeah. Rob Cordry. He was so nice. He stole uh, my shoe though. He's cool. He stole your shoe. Yeah, he stole it off my foot and ran away with it. <laughs> that sounds, that sounds it was, uh, reasonable. Like, yeah. Really high stiletto heels. It's mm. like, I need this. Anyway. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> but he came back with it eventually. But anyway, they were so nice. Mm. Richard Schiff and Rob Caudry. Um, I had a scene with them. So I felt, like, oh, this is starting out well. This is this is fantastic just before going to Los Angeles. This was booked through my modeling agency, though. Mm. So... Mm. Um, they had to sign some special papers of some sort, uh, and I had to sign a bunch of papers. Because mm. um, even though you have a working visa, there's just so many papers you have to sign because you're not in the uh, SAG-AFTRA no, no, union. No, no, and, you know, and that closes a lot of doors. It does. And I wasn't sure how many doors and how big the doors were that mm. <laughs> were close to me. Um and I, I didn't have so many preconceived notions of what would happen. I was just, I really wanted to see Los Angeles. I wanted to meet up with some friends uh, and get a taste of the city. Mm. So that's where I put the bar. And what happened was it was really easy to get in touch with people. Uh, I went uh, on many auditions. It was very mm -hmm. easy to get mm -hmm. auditions. There are, there are plenty Oh, yeah, yeah. Plenty of auditions, and people are happy to see you. Most actors go to, like, an audition per day in Los Angeles. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, but there are more. If, you're, if, you're really, if you really want to meet people, mm. you can. Mm. And um, I was told before going for years, they're like, oh, you shouldn't go to Los Angeles. People are so rude. Mm. They only want to get in your pants, and um, they'll... Uh, make you do things you don't want to do. My impression was that people were very happy to meet you. They wanted to know a little bit of your story. Mm. They're more interested in you as a person than than they will be in Stockholm. Yeah, they'll want and, to know a little bit about. And that's who you are. interesting uh, when it comes to actors, of course. Mm. It's interesting. I mean, who we're always happy to talk about ourselves, aren't we? Yeah. So. Well, yeah, and you always bring yourself to whatever parts mm -hmm. you do. So. So people want to meet up for a coffee. They want to do stuff with you. And then they'll ask if you want them to get into your pants. Mm. And when you say no, they're not going to hold it against you. Oh, yeah. That's what she said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> no, so uh, obviously um, there were a lot of uh, men who wanted more from me than I was uh, willing mm. to offer. Um, but that didn't stop them from bringing me to meetings or parties. Mm. It wasn't a problem. It's mm. just that the question isn't forbidden. Mm. It's it's um, everything is open for discussion. Okay. <laughs> and I wasn't really bothered by it. It was it was fine. I wasn't. <laughs> Their dick um, is on the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so what did I do when I was there? This was two and a half years ago, so it's starting to... Mm. Yeah, well, you mentioned working visa. I mean, even getting a working visa is difficult and fuck-off expensive. People don't realize, realize that either. When I start to take... It takes time. It takes, takes time as well. Yeah, exactly. Because it's legal and it take, legal it's business. It's more difficult to get a modeling visa that I had because you need like 120 tear sheets. And a tear sheet is a page that you've ripped from a modeling magazine, a fashion magazine that you've been in. Hmm. Um, a story in a, in a fashion magazine is called an editorial. Hmm. And the individual pages where you're on. Mm. They're called tear sheets. Ah, right. You tear them out very carefully. Right. And you put them in your portfolio. To show that and you're you legit. And save them for forever because you need them when you're applying for visas. Yeah, to show you're legit. Yes, yeah. and that you've done high standard work. Because the mm. thing is, and that's the thing that we don't get um, just by ourselves in mm. Europe or specifically Scandinavia, is that America doesn't need us. Mm. No. They don't need our expertise. They don't need more actors. They don't need more models. Mm. It's a huge country. Yeah. And they have talents. Mm. They don't need us. But so for some we, reason, there are a lot of Europeans working there. We have to convince them <laughs> that we are useful. Yeah. And that they will have... And the British really have succeeded mm. to convince them. Yes. So mm. Sweden as a country, we're not really good at selling ourselves. No. Um, so that is the difficult part. But the thing is, just getting the visa itself isn't that difficult. It takes time to procure all the material, especially if it's a modeling visa, because you need mm. all the tear sheets. And maybe you didn't do a lot of editorial. Maybe you were a runway model or you did mm. a lot of mm. showroom. And showroom is when it's it's a fashion show, but only for clients. Uh -huh. And it's very small. Um, so it's more private. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe you did... Uh, other types of mm. modeling and you don't have pictures. No, it's not Maybe as you legit. You're a hand model. You, you have beautiful hands. <laughs> yeah. mm. Like in, you might not have the right material no. when you want to go. Because yeah. um, this is an O1 visa yes. and, and it's for extraordinary abilities Times. in artistic endeavors, blah, yes. blah, something like that. So but I, I was uh, lucky enough to have the material. It took me a while to um, uh, gather it and copy everything. And then the difficult thing, which is the same for actors, because actors mm. need this too, mm. it's the recommendation letters. Yeah. And the surprising thing is that people are not willing to write your recommendation letter mm -hmm. in Sweden. They're just, they think... Have I found that out, really? Yeah. Mm. Well, I mostly have ask, to... Yeah. Ask for some recommendation letters from people that you know and have worked with, with uh, once or twice. Yeah, I mostly have uh, asked people who I know better. Mm -hmm. Almost like friends. Oh, I asked people so. that I worked with like 10 times. Still, next week, next week, next mm. week. Mm. And after a while, you have to give up. But you need, I don't remember exactly how many now, but it's between 10 and 20. Mm. And it has to be from professionals of a certain standard. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And they need to have their own letterhead. People <laughs> okay. don't use letterheads what? anymore. I know, but they're know, but they're very old-fashioned. Yeah, okay. So that took months. Mm. People just refused, mm. they, but not to my face. They were happy to say yes, of course. Like, I but handed so, them. Yeah. Like you, you, you hire a lawyer in the states. Mm. Uh, I was recommended one through my modeling agency in Miami, mm. a good one, and she had a standard fee of. Uh, $3,000, something. <sighs> Shit ton of money. Mm. Mm. Well, it, it is something that you can save up to. 
and that and that's what a lot of people find difficult like do i need a, a normal job to be able to afford to do mm. my other job mm. i've been very unwilling to do that myself and that's mm. also one of the reasons why i've <laughs> right. kept on modeling for such a long time because mm. i didn't want to have a normal job yeah. it's, it's just gonna hold me down yeah i, I <laughs> so. get it i get it and then you also need a sponsor in the states right yes like, so that will be your agent yeah or, or employer or, or employer um if, if you're a model usually it's the agency mm. and uh they uh will make an estimation of how much money you're gonna make uh, i did not live up to <laughs> their <laughs> estimation mm -hmm. that's why i don't have a visa now mm -hmm. uh, it was not uh, renewed after three years They last for three years and then you have to apply for a new one. You can apply for a year or you can get a new one for three years. Would you have to pay all the legal fees again for a renewal? Yes, but not as much. Ah, uh -huh, okay. Um, but I didn't make enough money. I ma mainly did editorial in Miami and that doesn't really pay. Okay. It's either mm. free or it's like 80 bucks. Free. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's uh. for the image. It's fashion. So just do it and be grateful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like it's like doing art film for actors it's like, like whatever yes, of course I, yes i want to be in your really artistic you know weird yeah, short film but yeah, can you yeah. please pay me no but this is for art okay mm. <laughs> then we're back to ambition what's yeah. the level what's the goal exactly so i mean you need money you need to hire a lawyer in america you need a sponsor a sponsor mm. can also be um, if you're lucky to have a family member who lives there and has lived there for a very long time mm -hmm. and makes good money, mm -hmm. they mm. can be your sponsor. Most people won't have those connections, no. but that's a possibility. Mm, okay. And then uh, you collect all the material and for an actor it will be like your showreel and um, a very detailed CV, uh, resume and uh, some um, papers proving that you've done these different plays or films. Mm. And you send it off to your lawyer. And they'll sort it out, and you send the money. Mm. And then you don't. Then you have to go to like one or two meetings at the embassy, mm. and you're done. Mm. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just as simple as that, is it? Yes. Yeah. No. It, and that's then, so. Uh, unless yeah. you've uh, committed crimes, <laughs> you're yeah, welcome yeah, don't do that. to. Then um, I mean, you might still get your visa if you've committed a crime, but they cannot guarantee that you'll be elected no. in the country. No, no, no. So please, if you're an actor and you have ambitions. For the states, don't do drugs mm. that are illegal and don't do weird things. I've been very good, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I don't have that problem, mm. but uh, yeah. some really famous actors in Sweden have that problem. Mm. And uh, oh yeah, for them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So and, that, that, that was the easy part. Mm. But then when you go to Los Angeles for pilot season, it really pilot season really is for actors who have agents. Yeah, sure. It's Because not. otherwise you won't know about the jobs or, or and yeah. be in SAG after. I I be, went there because I I wanted to meet my friends who live in Santa Monica mm. and uh, outside of Los Angeles and I wanted to see if maybe it was a place where I could live in the future. Mm. I decided that it was and afterwards I lost my visa and I don't have any money so I can't go back. <laughs> no, yeah. But it was I would say that it's it's an exciting place it's quite ugly uh, <laughs> and dirty mm -hmm. and uh, one block will be um really rich mm. and then you turn a corner and it will be a camp mm. with uh, homeless mm. people mm. and you have to uh, be okay with 
being part of the system that mm, makes yeah, that happen. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And uh, then you take a cab everywhere, taxi, mm. because I don't have a driver's license. And if you do, then mm. you'll have to rent a car and you have to get insurance. And, mm. and nobody takes the bus. No, no, no. Only criminals and crazy people. Yeah. That's what they'll tell you. Yeah. yeah well, mm. Please don't take the bus. Mm. It's dangerous. And you, in losing the speed, there's going to be a bomb on the bus. I, yes, there. definitely. <laughs> or someone will stab you. Sure. Or touch themselves. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I was too scared to take the bus. Um, my friends, who are much cooler than me and life savvy, they take the bus, but I'm scared. So mm. I took Uber everywhere. Uber. Mm. Uber. And that worked fine. It wasn't... Mm. It's cheaper there than it was here. And uh, I got every, everywhere I needed on time. Mm. Uh, traffic is slow. And I imagine if mm. I did have a driver's license, it would be Frustrating. perfectly fine place to drive. It seems much no, easier but it seems like than it, Stockholm. Yeah, but you get stuck in traffic a lot, though, in yeah, LA, don't but you? It's, a lot you of road tolls. in London, stuff. too, but you're on the tube and everyone's sweating on you. Yeah. And you will be equally late. So... Uh, you in think? Los Angeles, you have the luxury of being in your own car. Sure, but it, I mean, the the, the, t the tube in London, it, it just, at least it, it kind of runs on time. No. It has for me. <laughs> it, it, Not it, for it, me. They, 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 and they run so so often. So what makes you late in London is all the people because mm -hmm. it's you know, running upstairs and stuff like that. It's kind of difficult because they're well, everywhere. In, in, in London, I give myself... A window of an hour to mm. get to any place That's from smart. A to B. I don't work like that. <laughs> if if I walk, it will take 20 minutes. Okay. But if I need to not be sweaty and wear fancy clothes, I'll right. take the tube. Uh, uh, and it I'm will take an hour. Time, I'm such a time optimist. It's so stupid. I am not a time optimist. Mm. And I did not have problems with the traffic in Los Angeles. It's not as bad as they say. I think people are... They are saying that it's a horrible place because they know that they can't go. Mm, yeah, which sounds really bitchy of me, but that—that's really what I, I took away from it. That mm. it, people are open and friendly. There is racism. There is mm, segregation. Right. Mm. There are a lot of homeless people. There's mm. so many homeless people, but there are a lot of homeless people there for the same reasons why we have homeless people in Sweden. It's that we close down the psychiatric wards, the, the locked. Uh, sure, <laughs> but they, they also have much. Uh, much less of a social. Well, we have we have social welfare, but that doesn't help homeless people. And that like people who are no, but we for ha we have time. we have more more of that. Like we, we take care of our people more. Well, while well, the U.S. is the land of opportunity. So yes, but it's easier to get a job there. That, uh, yeah, that it's it is. We mentioned that on the we mentioned that on the podcast before as well. That like you can actually go into a restaurant and say, yeah. "Hey, can I start working here doing and the dishes?" And it'll be like, "I need a recommendation from all your family members." Like, and and your and you need <laughs> and you need uh, like to, to be educated mm -hmm. in in washing dishes, basically. Yeah. And uh, and there's so much bureaucracy here mm. and stuff like that. So it's ups and downs in both camps. Yeah, but a lot of people have uh, been. Uh, Telling me when it, when they ask me like why why don't you go to Hollywood uh, and when I s say all these things because I I know of this you know I know this process and it's that it's difficult. But that's the first step, the visa. Well, yeah, there's a lot of gates and steps and problems. And when I d explain this, uh, I sometimes get that's those are just excuses. Just go, just go. Or Who, you get the glazed you? eye. You know how they lose interest in you and mm. their hopes and dreams for you just die. Mm. 
But that could be me projecting. I don't know. It could be. It could be. I'm like, did that happen to me? <laughs> no, but mm. I mean, the visa, you can definitely get one if if you haven't committed crimes, if if you have a good uh, showreel or portfolio. Um, and a sponsor and the money. <laughs> sponsor and the money. Um, it's also good to have friends that you can write um about like their addresses and mm. what they do because yeah. you will be asked about this when you have your meetings at the embassy. Mm, mm. They'll ask you, why do you want to work in America? What can you do for us? Mm. Like, what, what is your talent worth for us? Uh, I'm fabulous. Yes. So you have to tell them about like your plan, which is a very good thing to practice like i had a meeting with the agent of my dreams three years ago and i completely bombed the meeting because they asked me so what are the specific directors that you want to work with name five uh i want to work with all kinds of yeah well and you mentioned work with you if you want to work with everyone everyone (laughs) wants to work with everyone if you don't have a specific plan in mind then you mentioned the coen brothers so you get two in one stone yeah so it's always good to have a repertoire of things that you want to do. It doesn't have to be 100% true, but it has to be something that people can work with. Hmm. How can people help you? If you don't know, if you just want to do everything at once, and that's what you say, then people Hmm. don't know how to help you. Hmm. And yes, you and I and many like us, we want to do a lot of everything. Like I I want to continue to making my own short films and I'm writing a feature film script at the moment. (laughs) Mm. And, uh, you know, I want to work on my music and become better Mm, and mm, mm. keep on touring. But if someone asks me and they're in a position to help me, it could be a lawyer, it could be a potential agent or a casting director, someone that can push me forward in my career. Mm. I can't tell them I want to do everything at once because then they have nothing to offer you. Mm. You need to learn how to tell people how to help you. Mm. And that's about branding. You have to like put yourself in in one kind of box, unfortunately, but that helps people. If you you look at it from the outside outside in, you kind of get that, why people need to know who who you are. But it's not only branding. I mean, you can can say that, oh, I I want to do what Kate Blanchett is doing. Of course I want to do what Kate Blanchett is doing because Mm. she's fabulous, but... (laughs) And more. She doesn't play the ukulele, does she? <laughs> I'm sure that she plays Something. Uh, an array of instruments. Yeah, piano um, probably. She's she's just fantastic. There are many actresses that I look up to, but mm. it, that's one thing. Selling a potential story of your life where, where you could end up in a couple of years. Mm. Mm. And then they'll decide if they want to help you or not. Yeah. Does your dream interest them enough that they will spend their time and money mm. on you? Mm. Yes or no? Yeah. But then it's also, you have to build relationships with people. Mm. And if you're only about what's in your mind and you don't know how to talk about what you want to do and how you want to interact with other people and mm. how you want to offer them an opportunity to work. Like if I, if I, if I have a, a script and I want you to act in it, I have to explain to you, I'm hoping this will give you an opportunity to yeah. do this. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping this will give us an opportunity to do this and that. And that it's the same with all the important meetings that we have, I have yet still to learn how to implement that on a smaller scale 
on um, like mingle events and mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. LA is all about that yeah, yeah. and mm. I get social anxiety so mm-hmm. whenever it's so an, do I yes <laughs> which makes it so fun when we go to events like that together because we're just standing in the corner like yeah let's dance instead <laughs> mm. well, it's great you can talk to each other yeah it's like stand-up comedians they also like is there another comedian in the room yes there's one ah oh, safe haven yeah yeah I'm definitely like that but that is not helpful I mean, (laughs) I love hanging out with people who reflect me. Yeah, yeah. Because, Mm. you know, we we have narcissistic tendencies. We want to hang out with people that makes us feel good about ourselves. Yeah, and but then hang out just to kind of impress someone. That's horrible. Yes, and that's kind of what you you do when you mingle. If you want to get a job. If you mm. want to make new connections with mm. business people, mm. you have to be interesting and you have to let them know these are the areas where I think you could help me. <laughs> That's such a hard thing. It be is. interesting. Uh. <laughs> but also have some flaws that they can help you work on. That's interesting. Flaws are interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Or it could be like where you don't have expertise when you want to learn. Mm. Please tell me all about how to mm. play the guitar, please. But not in a sexual way like I just did now. <laughs> okay but yeah so have a plan in mind what do you want to accomplish who do you want to meet have have some friends that you meet up and go go see some stuff i Mm. went to see stand-up comedians and a play and where did you go to see the stand-up oh i don't remember was it the largo or something it was a small place the owner of the house Mm, where i was staying took me and it was great it was Mm. so much fun and there are so many things that you can I keep saying so many, so great, but really, the, it's it's not really a city. It's it's an area where there are many small cities. Mm, yeah. So you get to know different areas. Santa Monica is like what mm. we as Europeans would call a small city, and then mm. there's you know Hollywood Hills, and there's yeah. all Burbank, and yeah. exactly. So you'll you'll um, you need to find out where your friends are, or the people that you want to meet. Where are they? Mm. And what are the activities that I can attend that I'm interested in where I can meet people? And is there something I can learn while I'm there? Mm. I did an awful lot of yoga when I was there because I was oh. living with a yoga instructor. Mm. So uh, I did that. Um, I mean, I like yoga, but I'm not super interested. Mm, okay. <laughs> so that was more for her. Mm-hmm. Um, but we met some really interesting people that way. Uh, and just be open. If someone invites you to a party, go. Mm. If you get uncomfortable, you can always leave. Yeah. And this is definitely something that I've been working on because I've had some really bad experiences in the modeling industry mm. um, where I've been assaulted or uh, stalked or whatever. And it's oh, just uh, horrible yeah. things. But you can't stop living because you've had bad experiences. You have no. to. If, if you get want, up again. Mm. Yes, you have to get up again. You have to meet new people and you have to trust them. For 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sp- window. It's a basic window yes. you, you give them. So I, I went to um, um, a really interesting beach house party in, mm. San, in Venice Beach. Mm. Um, it was one of the actors of, um, uh, what's it called? Big Bang Theory. Oh. Yeah. And he didn't invite me. I was invited by his friend's friend. Mm-hmm. So when I met him, he was like, so, um, hi. <laughs> so... What are you doing in my house? 
<laughs> really? That forward? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I just came with that person. I'm an escort. I'm hired uh, no, to uh, look no. good in a corner. <laughs> no, I'm sure someone there was an escort, but no, no, I wouldn't. I would never make that joke because then I'd just get so many offers. Like, mm. like no, but oh, money. No, I'm just kidding. I don't look I'm good enough for you. Way too far. No, he, <laughs> he didn't. He didn't think I was an escort, but he wondered what I was doing in his house. Okay. <laughs> and I think I said peeing. <laughs> Stealing. <laughs> no, I just came out from the bathroom with my friends oh. and peeing. <laughs> <laughs> just like, came oh. in off the street to pee. Yeah. No. Uh. <laughs> no, I came with my friend and, you know, him. Like, okay, yeah, that's cool. And he mm. left and mm. he didn't bother me for the rest of the evening. He didn't care. And that's just... Yeah, it's so hard to be bothered by sitcom actors. <laughs> no, it's just... he. I wasn't made to feel unwelcome. He just wanted to know why I was in his house. And then that, okay. It's reasonable. Yeah. And then, okay, have my beer. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and um, everyone there was an actor or producer mm. in my age, mm-hmm. which was really interesting. And um, since I get social anxiety and I don't know how to sell <laughs> my image mm, myself, if mm. I'm not like in, a, like, I know that I look a certain way and I can, I can, I can tell you, you know, what, what my age range is and, um, I can tell you what kind of um, modeling I'm good at and what roles I want to do, but mm-hmm. that's not really what sells you as an actor. Oh, okay. no. it, it has to be, oh, my dream is to make this film that mm. will change the world mm. in this way mm. because I read this article this one time and you have to mm-hmm. have this story. Yeah. Passion, to, passion project. Yeah, passion project. Oh, this, this actually, that is my bestest advice. Mm. If you don't have like a, a real passion to make a project by yourself, make one up. <laughs> okay. Make one up. I'm super serious. Yeah. Like, have a passion project where you say one day, or I've just started working on, say that, mm. I've just started working on this period piece. And I'm, I'm, now I'm just making something up, but, but something that, you have some knowledge about. Mm. So if you like anime, mm. say, that, you know, I'm researching for a project that I'm interested in doing where it's like um, anime meets uh, sci-fi in the West where, and you make this <laughs> story up, mm. it can't be too outrageous. No. Because then someone will steal that idea and they will actually do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's totally unique. Yeah. Just make something up, something that you want to do. Or you just say, you know, I, re- I would really like to do um, a biographical piece about my grandmother. And then you're lying about something. Yeah, that yeah, happened. right. And then you're working on it, yeah. but it's, it's, it's something that... I'm actually going to do that, but yeah. <laughs> Are you now? Yeah, no yeah. one's ever going to believe you because I said this first. Hey, I said it in the last episode, so... <laughs> Well, I gave you the idea in the future, so. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so make a project up. Mm. Use that as a selling point that you have ideas. You can talk about an idea, even if the idea is shit, mm. but you can show mm. that you can talk about an idea. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Tells them that you might be worth working with because you can talk about their idea. Mm. In the end, everyone's just interested in selling their own idea. So they're not really interested in the idea that you're trying to sell. They want to know that you Mm. can sell their stuff. Mm, mm, mm. So that would would be 
something that I definitely thought about a lot when I was in Los Angeles. Because mm. everyone had a passion, passion project and a lot of people had the same one. Mm. It was the same idea. Mm. Like really stupid. Okay. And um, it's just something that to show that I am a salesperson. Mm. Mm. You can work with me. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I have an idea about I wanting to make money in the future. Yeah. And this is something that we're not really taught in school. No. Have no. a fake idea where you tell people that you're interested in making money. No. And also sounding somewhat interesting at the same time. <laughs> it's a skill. It's also <laughs> quite sociopathic. But yeah, you yeah. have to embrace that side of You the don't age. learn to be a sociopath in school that much. No, you get that from home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so that would, oh, good one. that would definitely be my the, the most random but most important thing. Mm. Because even if you don't want to travel, but you want to work more in the city where you live, you need to be able to talk about projects that are not yet um, existing. Mm. I want to travel when I work. I don't want to work in the city where I live. <laughs> <laughs> but why do you still live in Malmö then, where there isn't a lot of work? That's a really good question. But yeah, there's a lot of uh, practical and vi- financial reasons behind that. Yeah, and, but, well, behind uh, as well. if if you exclude the personal reasons, like your personal finances or or mm. family members living close by, such things that everyone has in common. Mm. What are the artistic reasons one might have for choosing to stay in Malmö artistic reasons yeah what what can the city offer you um as an actor as an actor that's that's tricky um because I was gonna say if you're a musician it's a great town Mm mm-hmm because uh, it's it's a kind of a music town. If you're a comic book artist, it's a great town because it's kind of a comic comic book to- town. If you skateboard, it's a great town. It's one of the greatest. <laughs> Is that skate- being an artist though? No, uh, well, I'm just saying good things about this town. It's one of the best <laughs> skateboarding towns in, in the world. Not that I'm a skateboarder. I'm gonna get a lot of hate from skateboarders now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's art. Um, but as an actor, uh, if you're a stage actor and you want to be in uh, the kind of musicals and stuff that we do in the opera here, then maybe that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but as a film actor, it's not the great place to be. But it's hap- it happens to be my home and for a bunch of reasons, I need work to happen first and then I move. Because I would move in, a, in an instant if uh, something comes up in another okay. country or whatever. So you're willing to move like for months on end for a project? Oh, yeah. And also staying... For years. Sure. It, like if, if they offered you like a TV series. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that way too. Like I, I'm, I'm ready to, to move if my husband wants to come with me and I can bring my cat. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just have to go home every weekend mm. like I'm doing now if I have a job. Um, I think I'm just getting to know Stockholm. Mm. Uh, I lived in Lund for the longest time and... Oh, yeah. It was a great place to start out and trying out unsafe things, like expressing yourself mm, on stage. Mm, mm. I come from a background of singing in choirs, and we competed internationally, and I played some instruments, but not very <laughs> well. <laughs> I didn't have the discipline. Mm. Um, and I was in um, several amateur theatre groups. And I, I would say that Lund is great for kids because... It really promotes mm. trying. It promotes, trying promotes crea- creativity. Yeah. There are some great uh, great high schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also there are some competitions creative. that really encourage you 
to try uh-huh, like music uh-huh. direct if you're in a band or mm. um and, and they have events like kulturnatten where like really young people are performing mm. and really old people like it's it's a it's a good comedy festival mm-hmm. which is kind of so a lot of things are happening but i'd still say that the um the av- ability to grow it, it, you kind of reach your limit once you've um uh, graduated from upper secondary or high school. Uh, uh. There won't be a lot for you to do. No, no. If you're an actor, you're screwed. <laughs> but it's <laughs> a nice place to live. So, Definitely. It's yeah. really pretty. Um, and if if your kids are actors or interested in trying out singing or playing the piano, I think Lund really is the best place in Sweden for them. Mm-hmm. But then when they grow up, or when you grow up, <laughs> I haven't grown up yet. Me, ne- me neither. I'm work- um, working on it. Then you have to live in a bigger city. And I, I wasn't ready to move to Malmö because I felt that it was unsafe. And I just, I never got a good feel for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Stockholm, I've lived there for two years now. And I'd say that, unfortunately, the rumors are true. It's not a welcoming city. No. It really isn't. When, when you are Scanian, like, like, like us, us. Mm. we are used to engaging with new people over debate we mm. will debate uh, a play a tv series um politics and anyone is welcome like especially mm. if you're from lund you will debate what cheese to eat and you will debate it for hours maybe that's because it's more of an academic town it's, yeah so, definitely yeah. definitely has to do with that but that's how you engage with other people mm. and you have uh fake fights where you just okay. argue <laughs> you know argue, you mm. argue over Little things or big things, mm. but people without knowledge are welcome to engage with people with expertise. Okay, mm. and I think that's because of the university mm. having been there for mm. so long. Mm. Um, so that's really the only way I know how to engage with people. I'll fight with them, <laughs> but it's fake fighting. Mm. But you, can, you can't do that in Stockholm. No, because they they take you literally. They don't understand sarcasm in the same way. Um, they don't really make self-deprecating jokes. Mm. And this is the shtick. If you're from Skåne, you will make self-deprecating jokes. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's how you make people understand that you're not dangerous. Mm. And in Stockholm, they'll take it that you're stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, really? Do you, do you need help with that? <laughs> like, do, do you want me to help you no. with your self-esteem? <laughs> like, I don't really have time now. But no, <laughs> I, I'm not the helping kind. Uh, I, no, so yeah. it's it's very difficult. But the, there are so. But, many. but there are but there are more jobs in, the, in this jobs. area in this in, um, acting. They stuff. have a different sense of humor. I have yet to experience it, but I'm sure that there are a lot of <laughs> it, funny it's, people. It's there somewhere. Yeah. Yes. Um, there, yeah, there, there's a lot of more acting jobs I've had. Mm. Uh, I've been really lucky to do a lot of auditions and for great things. Hmm. I didn't book anything. I do more audition year. in Stockholm than, than here, mm-hmm. I think. No. Yeah. Well, they ju- mm. they have a bigger market. Um, yeah. And I went on more so many auditions last year, which was mm. the first yeah. full year living there. Me too. I only booked mm. one thing, which was uh, doing voice acting for a computer game. But they postponed production for a year and a half. So I started... <laughs> right. Last week, yeah, <laughs> which was great. I was so excited. Mm, um, lovely type of but job. But I didn't book anything else in Stockholm. I booked jobs in Karlskrona, which is a really cute, picturesque town mm. uh, on the also coast. down south. Mm. It's also south, but it's like three hours uh, north away of from Mar- here. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, 
But there are some uh, just handful, but really nice production companies that make they're passionate and they make mm. good material. Mm. Um, so I've, I was lucky to book a few things there. Um, and then this year it's really taken off, and I've I've been working regularly. Um, not everything is paid. <laughs> no. But I've been challenged as an actress. Yeah. And that's really the reason why I moved, because I wanted mm. to be challenged. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, in Skorna, there's a lot of work for middle-aged men uh, where they either die or they find dead people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, because we yeah. do crime dramas and stuff. Yes. And if you're a young woman, you'll be the dead body. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or you'll be the prostitute. Done that. <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, typecasting. Mm. Um And then there really isn't a lot more, unless you're willing to start your own theatre company. Yeah. Mm. And in Stockholm, there's so much more. But still, you have to compete with uh, yourself and, and your, your typecast. And this is why it's <laughs> yeah. so important. You always like, compete if, with yourself. If you haven't gotten the parts where you can really show who you are, if you feel, which I felt for years, oh, I never, like, I was so whiny. Oh, I've... <laughs> I, I haven't had the chance to showcase my abilities. <laughs> I, uh, uh, they never cast me in a role where I really get to delve deep into the character. Mm -hmm. It's so annoying. <laughs> But I was just scared to mm. write the material myself. Mm. And once I did, and I started producing stuff, people's, you know, they, they saw that I could do it. Mm. And I've booked a lot of jobs from having made my super shitty web series, Just Model Things. Mm. People call me and they say, you know, I by accident I found your web series and you're hilarious. Would you like to come in for an audition? Would you like to be in, like next week I have a feature film role. Oh, that's great. That I didn't audition yeah. for. Yeah. That's um, exactly what you want to, you, you know, your own work to produce. Yes, or and it does happen even if you don't have a budget. I didn't have a budget. No. I was lucky enough that my husband had a really nice camera yeah. that I've used in three out of eight episodes. Hmm. The other ones, I've used my phone. Yeah, and it works. Yeah. It, you, I edit an yeah. iMovie. Yeah, which, you know, comes with your computer. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. super easy. And nothing happened at first. Um, it's in, I, I've worked with the series uh, for over a year. I just released the last episode, and now the character will mysteriously not be heard from for a while and <laughs> we'll see what happens because <laughs> mm. I have to move on and do other things but yeah. like, good things are happening because I was brave enough to be ready to fail mm. and it's you need just, to yeah you yeah, need to be yeah. ready to fail and yeah. I've I'm still so surprised that I've, I've won some awards for it mm, yeah and I'm like why yeah. <laughs> because you applied <laughs> yes but I applied well, I didn't really think that far ahead that I would win no once I won the first one I was like yeah this is fun I might win some more <laughs> mm -hmm. but the, like when I applied for the festivals I was mm. like I want to see if maybe it can get screened somewhere mm -hmm. maybe it can it can be screened yeah so that's where I, I put my hopes And it was picked for several festivals, and then I've won some awards, and it's just really strange. I mean, they're small awards, um, but still, there are three. <laughs> <laughs> so I I can't tell myself anymore that I'm my ideas are not good enough. No, I can't lie to myself anymore mm. and say that it's not worth trying. Because somebody else said it. Also, it's yeah. this is good enough. 
And mm. if someone else says it, then it must be true. <laughs> exactly. And on that note, we <laughs> let's round this off. Uh, where do we, we find you everywhere? You have your website, and you have Facebook. You got Twitter. You got Instagram. Uh, most importantly, and uh, and yeah. and it's all Linnea Peel, uh, something something. Yes, yes. either just Linnea Peel or Linnea Peel official. Um, mm. There are a few other Linnea Peels in Sweden. <laughs> The bastards. <laughs> no, yeah, there's there's, really a, there's a few Peter Hollands as well, and it's annoying. <laughs> uh, do you know how many? Uh, well, I think we are six, six linear pills. Yeah, we are at least five Peter Hollands, but there, like, two of them are m- more bothersome for me because one of them has a an IMDb. Uh, oh no! Really? And, and uh, the other guy has a YouTube account and uh, some somebody had a the Instagram account. So, uh, you know. I had to call myself You're other so things. So unoriginal. I know. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure. Yeah. Pleasure to have you here. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All righty then. Thanks for listening. I hope you found that entertaining and informative. And check out next episode when my guest will be frontman and bass player in the band Veneria, Mikael Paschal. Until then, give some constructive feedback. Bye.